from South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. In an email to employees, Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Chapek saying that after discussions, he realizes that the LGBTQ plus community needed a stronger ally, saying, quote, I let you down. Announcing that the company's pausing all political donations in the state of Florida, while it works on a new framework for giving that better reflects the company's values. Chapek telling shareholders Wednesday that he called Florida Governor Ron DeSantis expressing concern about don't say gay discriminating against LGBTQ. Except, as I have extensively covered, in what is barely more than a three-page piece of legislation by the time that various different amendments came into it. I mean, it's barely over three pages. Nothing that Disney CEO said in rebuttal to it could happen under the law. I mean, unless you think it's cool for children between the ages of five to eight to have sexuality discussed with them by a teacher. This is what we're talking about. I mean, it is... The absurdity of absurdity. But I will get into that as part of today's Q&A of the day. In fact, coming up at 11.50, are today's children, never mind adults, are today's children more likely to identify as gay or trans than adults? I've got some eye-opening info for you as part of that q and I also have my top three takeaways we're going to get to here momentarily. But first, we'll talk a little bit about March Madness. And yes, that time is here, and we're going to have a normal NCAA tournament once again, which is nice. Joel Patterson, workplace expert, taking a look at what is always among the biggest drags on productivity in the workplace, probably the single biggest one during the course of the year. Joel, how you doing? I'm doing well, Brian. How are you doing this morning? Yeah, likewise. All right, so we're getting ready to tip off. Tell us your tips. My tips as an employer, my tips as an employee. <laughs> <laughs> Curious and both. You know, I, yeah, well, I mean, as far as the tournament is concerned, I usually just pick whatever the experts pick and go with that because uh, I'm, I'm never good at it. But when you are talking about this time of year, uh, it's nice to be able to talk about something other than Ukraine or or uh, working from home, although in this case that is good. Uh, it's March Madness time, and every year we talk about how much money that costs uh, overall industry. So they they, they – Estimate that people spend about six hours of work time during March Madness focused on something other than work that's, that's probably related to basketball. And, and with that, um, there comes about $13.8 billion in lost productivity. They're, they assume that that's about $2 billion every single hour that people spend doing their brackets, talking about it, just you know, focused on something other than work. But truthfully, in this day and age, when there's a labor shortage, when there is a constant fight, to keep people engaged already, uh, this isn't necessarily a bad thing to embrace for once and, and, and really make it more of a team bonding effort. You know, Joel, you, you bring up a good point. I, I have seen greater acceptance by employers over the course of time. In fact, a lot of employers kind of incorporating the whole theme into whatever is, is going on in the workplace. But you, uh, with, with the increase in remote workers, it used to be a big part of that productivity drag in the workplace. Yeah, it'd be going over to the water cooler, and then people would aggregate and talk about their brackets and maybe place bets and everything else. Well, with people working remotely, that doesn't really happen. Now, at the same time, they could have the TV on <laughs> right next to them and just be watching, I suppose. But is, it, is there actually a chance that there might be less productivity drag with remote workers during March Madness? Yeah, yeah I think there is. Uh, it is It is kind of surprising because, you know, they're – 
doing, they've been doing for the last couple of years what they kind of wanted to be able to do anyway, and that was have the TV on in the background, watch some basketball or whatever is on, and maybe it's less of a distraction than it has been in the past. I totally buy into that. Now, I would also say for those that are in the office, a lot of, t- a lot of offices have TVs on, and, and, and that becomes a distraction by itself. So, you know, which, which way is, is better? Who knows? I think it comes down to what you want to accomplish in your business. But, but truthfully, make sure that you're staying engaged on this because it is something that you can talk to people about. And when they're working from home, it's very difficult to find topics and, and, and social conversation that just lets them know that you, you see them as a person and you care about them and you want to have a good time uh, as, as able. All right, good stuff. Joel Patterson with the Vested Group website, joelpatterson.com as well. Joel, till next time, be well. Good luck with Thanks, your bracket. You do the same. <laughs> Thanks. So about that and the time change, it's an impact on us. We'll talk to Tara Clancy about that next here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIO.